Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I am so glad to have you tuning in this week. So this week, we are going to talk about things that we can do in the evening to make our mornings go a little smoother. Now, this is a little bit different than just creating an evening routine. I like to think of this more as kind of shutting down your house or closing up your kitchen I kind of imagine like if I owned a restaurant or a store, what would I do to kind of close out for the night to make my morning easier? And when I sat down and really thought about that, I thought about the areas in my house that I wanted to wake up to already ready for me to start my day. And so that's how I came up with these things. And this is a list that I go off of, but I want you to know by no means am I perfect at this. There are nights that I want to just lay on the couch and watch Netflix or get a few things done and I skip a few of these things, but I can tell you that when I don't, when I take the time to do them, my morning is so much better and my evening actually goes a little smoother because I'm not thinking about things I want to get done. So we're going to go through this list. Now, I call this 10 things in 20 minutes and I'm sure as you listen to this, you're going to say... There is no way she can do all of those things in 20 minutes, but I promise you at first it might take you a tiny bit longer than that, but if you keep at it in just a few days, you're going to be doing these things in 20 minutes or maybe even way less depending on how your house is set up or how quick you are, but it really can be done in 20 minutes. I'd say a lot of you probably can finish it in 10 to 15 minutes. So stick with me and try it a few times. And you may want to delete some things for the list or add some things depending on how your house is set up and and how you want it to feel and what kinds of things you want to get done at night instead of in the morning. So it's kind of up to you, but this is a great place to start. Now, if you want to get a digital copy of this list, I have a free PDF and you can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash easy mornings and you can download the PDF so that you can have it on your fridge or, or wherever you want. You can print it out and use it that way. Okay, so the first thing on my list is to put away all stray papers. So if you're like most of us, You end up with a few piles of stray papers around the house. Maybe it's mail that you picked up or a few drawings your kids did during the day or tons and tons of to-do lists that you have scattered around the house. And I like to make sure that all of those things are put in a place at the end of the day. Now, if I have to-do lists in three different places, it starts my day off feeling overwhelmed already. And so I never like to have the same to-do list the following day. So what I do is I gather those together and I might jot down a couple things I definitely want to get done the next day, but then I just toss it out because I know my brain is going to be full in the morning and I'm going to have things to jot down. And so I don't worry about not finishing a to-do list every day. I only like to have one going at any given time. And so if I find more than one, I jot down a couple things I might start my day with, but that's it. I don't like to have 50 different items before I go to bed to think about that I'm going to have to do the next day. So those just get tossed. Mail gets put in its place. Pictures my kids have drawn either get hung up or recycled, or maybe I put, if it's a really special one, into their folder or something like that. So just go around and try to find any stray papers and give them a home. Number two on the list is to clean and put away dishes. Now, this depends on you and your style here. You may like to just load the dishwasher and start it each night, and then in the morning you put them away. 
or you might like to hand wash whatever's in the sink and get those dried off and put away, whatever that looks like, but the purpose is to have a clean sink and a clean counter. So either put them in the dishwasher and start the dishwasher or get them put away at the end of the night and that way you start fresh in the morning. Number three on my list also happens in the kitchen and that's to clean off and wipe down counters. So if you have anything left over from the day sitting on the counters, make sure those go back to wherever they live in your home and then wipe down the counters so that in the morning they're already clean. And this just takes a few seconds. And if you haven't yet kind of found a home for some items that are constantly ending up on your counter, get yourself a little bucket that says like rehome or something on it and just put everything in there at the end of the night and in the morning, see if you can find a home for those items and work on that over the next week or so, so that you don't end up with big piles on your counters every night that you have to go through. Number four on the list is to clean off and wipe down the bathroom counters. Now we just have one bathroom, so this is a pretty simple task. You may have more than one bathroom, and what I suggest is that you train your kids to do this if they are old enough. Um, We just have a little squirt bottle in the bathroom, and after they brush their teeth, they just quickly wipe it down. Now, of course, they don't do as good of a job as I would want done, but if they're practicing and they're doing their best, I just let it be. But I do like to have my kids kind of make this a habit of their own because that way, hopefully, it'll build on itself as they get older and they'll wipe down the counter when it needs to be wiped down. So that's one thing that we do at the end of the night. If your kids aren't old enough to do that, then quickly just go through and wipe down the counters real fast. Now it does help if you don't have a lot of things on the counters in your bathroom. Of course, it's harder if you have to pick up little things, decorations or lotion bottles and those sorts of things. So if there's another place you can have those, go ahead and put them somewhere else. If there's not, that's okay. Just wipe around them for the time being until you decide if that's where you want to leave those items. Number five on my list is to put away all stray clothes. Now, this might be a couple items that I didn't want to hang up when I did the laundry or, you know, my jacket often gets left on the back of my chair by my computer or sometimes my kids forget to put their things back. So this is something for them as well to pick up any stray socks or clothing that's just randomly around the house and put it away, whether it needs hung up or put in the hamper or wherever it needs to go. Okay, so number six on the list is to pick up items that have been left on the floor. So a few toys maybe hanging out somewhere or different things that you find on the floor, just pick those up real quick. Um, Sometimes I leave them right by the door of the kids' bedroom so that they can put them away in the morning or I just put things away if they don't go in one of their rooms and I can put it away real quick. It's just trying to keep the floor really clean is really helpful in how you're going to feel in your home. So pick up those straight items before you go to bed. Number seven on the list is to plan out your breakfast ahead of time. So I have a very simple breakfast rotation. We do oatmeal, we do eggs, we do pancakes. Um, And so I kind of just rotate through those. Now, every once in a while, I also grab out cottage cheese or I'll do leftovers. Sometimes the kids will choose that. Like if we had pizza or something, they'll want that for breakfast. But for the most part, I just kind of cycle through eggs and oatmeal and pancakes. And so the night before, I'll choose what it's going to be. And I'll either just leave it on the shelf right in the refrigerator so that in the morning I can just grab it out. Or if it's something I can put out on the counter already. And then I'll go ahead and do that, like the oatmeal. I'll put the oats out and maybe the cup for measuring the water. 
and that sort of thing. So just plan it out and get those couple items out. And that way in the morning, all you have to do is cook it, prepare it, or put it on the counter, whatever that is. Now, you don't have to do hot breakfast for your kids every morning. You could just do a yogurt and a cheese stick or whatever works for your family. Keep it really simple, but plan it out the night before. Now, something that goes right along with this, and my eighth thing is to put lunches together, including your own, so not just your kids. And I like to do this even when kids are not going to school. So right now, we usually do public school, but obviously we are staying at home right now and there is no school. And I'm still thinking about what their lunch is going to be the next day before I go to bed that night. That just makes our day run so much smoother. And I do this in the summer as well. And that way, if we're going to be out in the morning and I want to go do something like go on a little hike or go to a park, then I just have their lunches prepared. We can throw them in the cooler and bring them with us or whatever that could look like. But it's so much easier to get out the door in the morning if you already have breakfast and lunches planned. So number eight is to do the lunches beforehand. Now, the reason I say do yours as well is because moms are notorious for either skipping lunch altogether and just snacking through the day or grabbing something completely unhealthy because we don't have time to plan out our own meals. So prepare yours the night before as well and take care of you so that you can take care of your kids. Okay, now number nine might just pertain to you during the school year, but it might also be in the summer if you're taking your kid to a camp or daycare or something like that. And it's to pack backpacks and or pack your purse the night before as well. Just have that already sitting by the door so that if you have to get out the door fast, then that's an easy one to do. For some of you, you might be thinking, I don't have to do that. And that's totally fine. You can take that off the checklist. But for most of us, that happens at least part of the year. So packing that ahead of time is a really great time saver and it can suck a lot of energy and a lot of effort in the morning to do that. So it just saves on a lot of stress. And number 10, the final one on my list is to lay out clothes for the next day. So oftentimes I like my kids to do this too, so that they know what to get dressed in for the morning. I really like to do this for myself because I try to get my workout in before my kids wake up. And so if I lay out my workout clothes, it ensures that I'm actually going to go work out <laughs> or at least it makes me one step closer and I don't have to think about it in the morning and get ready and then, you know, not actually go because I don't want to do all that extra work. So just having that step in place where you have your clothes laid out for the morning will make getting ready for work easier or going to work out beforehand or just getting yourself ready before the chaos of the day starts and you realize at one o'clock you never got dressed or anything. Have those clothes laid out for yourself so that you feel good and you're ready to go for the day and train your kids to do this too. I noticed that especially my youngest, he's four, he really does not like to get himself dressed in the morning and it can become one of those times where I'm nagging him and we're arguing and I hate starting the day like that. So if I can help him as we're putting pajamas on at night to say, what are you going to wear tomorrow? And just set that out with him. It gives him so much more power and he feels like he's chosen it and he's going to get dressed and he's ready for the day. It just changes the whole dynamic. So if you can help your kids lay their clothes out and you can lay your clothes out, this will really help lighten the load in the morning as well. So real quickly, I'm just going to recap through them so that you can remember the 10 things and then hopefully either you've jotted these down or you've thought of more ideas or taken some off 
Or remember, you can just print this off so that you can use it, check it off each day or however you want to use it, but so much simpler. It's already done for you. And you can get that by going to athomewithkids.com forward slash easy mornings. And it's written down for you. But let's recap them really quick. Number one is to put all stray papers away. Number two, clean and put away dishes. Number three, clean off and wipe down counters. Number four, clean off and wipe down your bathroom counter. Number five, put away all stray clothes. Number six, pick up items left on the floor. Number seven, plan out breakfast and set it out or put items on a shelf in the refrigerator so it's ready to go. Number eight is to put your lunches together, your kids and your own so that that's ready too. Number nine is to pack backpacks or your purse, whatever needs to be ready to go in the morning. And number 10 is to lay out your clothes for the next day and help your kids to do the same. I really hope that by listening to this and kind of getting an idea of things that you can do the night before that you will wake up with an easier morning because I know that oftentimes those can be really crazy starts to our day and that's just, it never feels good to start your day already feeling chaotic or overwhelmed and it doesn't feel good to our kids either. So if we can put some of these things into place the night before and create a less stressful, more calming routine in the morning, I think it will go a long way to how you feel for the rest of the day. This isn't the same as having an evening routine and a morning routine. What this more is, is just a way for you to really close down your house, close it down for the night so that you can wake up refreshed and ready to go in the morning. Now, if you want to learn more about creating evening and morning routines, I have an episode all about that and doing daily resets, which I think you will love. And I will make sure to link that in the show notes. If you want to find out about that and the other links I talked about here, you can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 51. And you can find the links and the freebie that I talked about to get the PDF version of this episode. Before I hop off today, I just wanted to give you a quick reminder that next week is the launch of the Simple Home Reset Mentorship Program. So you can get signed up for that next week. I'm so excited for this founders group of the program and just walking through it with you all. If you want to know more about this program, one, you can listen to the previous episode, episode 50, where I kind of talk through the different steps we're going to take and tell you a little bit about the program. And you can also visit athomewithkids.com forward slash simple home reset, where it'll give you all the different information about what's going to be included in this mentorship program. Now it will say this program is not open for enrollment yet because it does not officially open until next week, but you can go there, see if it's going to be a right fit for you, get a little more information and don't hesitate to email me, Jenna at at homewithkids.com and ask me any questions that you have because I want to make sure that if you want to jump into this program that it's right for you. So if you're not sure if this is where you should start or if this is a program that you want to get going on, just email me, ask me the questions and we can chat back and forth and make sure that it's a right fit for you. So again, you can find out more information by going to at homewithkids.com forward slash simple home reset. And I can't wait to have you in that program. All right, that is it for this week, and I will talk to you next week. You just listened to an episode of The Simple Home. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. 
I feel truly honored to be a small part of your life. Please take a moment to give a rating and write a quick review on iTunes. That will help this podcast reach more people, and I appreciate the feedback. We meet here every week, so hit subscribe so you know when the newest episode goes live. And for more practical tips on simplifying motherhood, visit athomewithkids.com. I can't wait to talk to you next time.